So if you don't know who your smaller business competitors are, especially since y'all are typically on the same level, then you're you're doing a disservice to yourself. Because if you think you're competing with the bigger brands right out the box, then unfortunately you're sadly mistaken. Success on Demand is like this dope sisterhood of strong, ambitious women who love business but crave success. We come together and talk self-improvement, goals, and even life stories. And more than anything, we're a part of a community for us and by us. Let's have Boss Talk. What's good, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Success On Demand. I am your host, D Lake, and we have a guest on the show for you guys today. And I know she is the first of her kind, so I'm super excited about it. And I just want to hear more about how she got to where she is and in hopes that you guys get some inspiration from her story and maybe even a few tips along the way. So I have Saxony on the show today, and I'm going to give her a few moments to introduce herself, and then we'll go right into the interview. Cool. Hi, everyone. I am Saxony Kearney. I am currently living here in the metro area of Atlanta, Georgia, and I am the CEO and owner of Saxies, which is a sleepwear line. Oh, and what I'm happy that you started with that because I do want to know what gave you the idea to, you know, make your niche in pajamas and sleepwear rather than just a full range of, you know, fashion or clothing. Okay, um good question. So, it comes from a personal uh situation within my household. My husband hated what I slept in um uh, when it came time to going to sleep because I opted for the more comfy options and usually the more <laughs> comfy stuff is like the more like frumpy, ugly, mm-hmm. like juvenile looking pajamas. Oh so. my gosh. <laughs> He was not here for my Tweety Bird pullovers or moo-moos, whatever you want to call it. But um, so that's where the idea came from within my own household. So um, I didn't gravitate towards so so many like pajamas or lingerie type thing, the sexier size, just because it wasn't comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I wanted something that was in the middle and I just didn't see a lot of options out there. Yes. And you definitely delivered that. I visited your website the other day and I was like, oh, because I'm a pajama person. You know, I don't mind just throwing something on to go to bed, but I enjoy having really cute like sleepwear. It really makes me happy, especially when it's comfortable. So I love (laughs) I love what you're offering. And if you could just give us a bit of your background, like were you were you always in fashion? Did you know where to get all of this stuff? Like what is your background? So my background is not fashion. It's actually the furthest thing from fashion. It's uh, (laughs) inventory and like logistics. So it's figuring out how much product needs to be in a certain um, place. So my background and like education and experience definitely comes into play and it's very handy. But I actually reached out to a, a mentor and worked with her she owns a uh, like a um, maternity uh, lingerie line, mm-hmm. and I reached out to her 
to get information and the tips and the tricks and trades on being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, having a fashion line, uh, knowing what to look out for. So she was uh, very instrumental in me getting my business off the ground and running. Mm, and I've been hearing people mention, you know, mentors and coaches and, and stuff like that a lot lately. At what point did you decide that, you know, you wanted to trust in a mentor and, you know, have someone guide you and, and help you in your beginning steps of being an entrepreneur? Actually, early on, I decided and knew I needed a mentor and somebody that coached me. Well, somebody to coach me. And it wasn't that I wanted like a general uh, business mentor. I wanted somebody who was in the game and knew from experience what I should expect, what I should be looking out for. And mainly, um, it came down to me not wanting to make expensive mistakes because mm-hmm. when you're bootstrapping a business, it's all about expenses and how to save on stuff. So I really so didn't want to make the uh, expensive uh, mistakes. And of course, the initial investment was there with working with somebody because everybody's not going to give you their time for free. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely well worth it. Yes. And I'm, I'm thinking about the same thing now. Um, the last interview I had with, was with a business coach and just some of the things that she spoke about, just like you said, someone who's in the game, you know, they're an expert in their industry. And it let me know that I want to be able to focus on this part of the business. And I would love to have someone who's an expert in the things that, you know, I may not know much about yet. So absolutely, I, I love how you put that because that is, you know, one of the, the driving reasons why people seek out mentors or coaches. So it's cool that you started early on. Yeah. Now with, with you working in logistics and inventory before, were you at some point doing both of them? Were you, or are you still doing that now where you're, you know, making your business happen and working your nine to five? Yes, I am pulling a double shift. So I <laughs> am still working my nine to five and I come home and I work my six to midnight. So um, I'm still doing both. Um, and it's not easy, especially since I'm a new mother. So I'm balancing all of Aww, that at the same congratulations. time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But um, it can be done. And I, I see a lot of people doing it. And it just inspires me and motivates me to keep on going. Yes, I love how you put that, especially since um, sometimes it's so so frowned upon because of how much work it does take to do both. But I love that you had a positive outlook on it. So since you are doing that, like what are some things that you do to stay on track and to really manage your time? Um, I So I know planners are like super duper popular, but I'm kind of <laughs> old school with it. So I still use a calendar oh. and I use my phone. <laughs> so I am putting in everything that I need to do for the week or maybe the next two to three weeks um, and setting alerts so that I'm reminded. I try to automate as much as I can. Um, and I also use a lot of resources through um, a company called Upwork where you can like get virtual assistance mm. and have people uh, help you with your SEO or just a lot of small projects like your graphics. So um, that really helps me stay on track, putting it in my phone, outsourcing stuff that I know would just take too much of my time or I'm not that good in. 
So um, those are kind of like my little tips and tricks. And I like that. This is like the second or third time that someone has mentioned Upwork to me. And I think it's awesome that you're actually using that resource because I tell people all the time, find those cheap resources where people who are good at certain services are offering them for, you know, cheap. Or just different things like Fiverr where you can get, you know, a little logo or something quick for $5 or $10 just so that you're never lacking. So I think it's cool that you're using that resource. Couldn't agree with you more. (laughs) Those are my (laughs) go-tos. Yes, I'm I'm the same way. It's if I can't do it myself, I immediately go to try to figure out how I can get it done quickly. So, yes. And with the goals that you have for your business, like what are some things that you're doing to make sure that you're reaching those goals, whether it be more sales or more engagement on your Instagram post? Like what are some things that you're doing to reach those things? So one of the biggest things is staying abreast on the industry, um, watching my competitors, following my competitors to make sure that I'm aligning with what they're offering, that I'm moving, um, maybe not in this same exact direction, but it's parallel. Mm. And it's not always the big commercial brands. It's the smaller businesses too. So if you don't know who your smaller business competitors are, especially since y'all are typically on the same level, then you're, it's, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Because if you think you're competing with the bigger brands right out the box, then Unfortunately, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. And when you were just mentioning that answer, I felt I wanted to ask you where you got that knowledge from. Is that something that you took from your logistics and inventory background with just seeing, you know, how you measure up to your competitors if you are parallel and, you know, just keeping up with them? Like, where'd you get that knowledge from? So uh, that came from my uh, business mentor because she would always ask me, who are your competitors? And I'm not talking about your Victoria's Secret or Adore Me. I'm talking about the smaller businesses that are um, have the same demographics or the same audience uh, size that you do. So that, that really came from her. Mm. Because one big thing that she that she taught me and instilled is you have to be able to pivot in this kind of market and um, this kind of climate. You have to be able to pivot and be flexible so that you can adapt and change to what's going on or if you're going to be trendy, what trend is happening, happening. Mm. So. Yes, I love that. I speak on trendy all the time because I'm like, (laughs) you have to decide if you're going to be a a trend-based company. And if you are, then you have to keep up with those trends constantly. Or if you're going to be that company who, you know, sets your own trends and, you know, pushes to be the company who everyone else comes to to figure out what's going on. So I love that. For one, I love your mentor. Okay, because (laughs) some of the stuff that you're talking about is stuff that I think about all the time and I try to communicate to people. So it's awesome that you're already on top of that. Thank you. No problem. And I I know a lot of things inspire me, like podcasts, um, webinars, different things that I listen to on a daily basis to try to get my mental together. What are some things that you take in that help you to stay inspired and to keep going? 
quotes might sound really cliche, but different quotes or just to hear um, the backgrounds of some businesses. Like I like to read a lot of different business cases and how companies got started. And because a lot of time we see the finished product, but we don't see the grind or the challenges Mm. and obstacles that they went through to get there. So I have a really good support team too, and they'll send me different things like through text or maybe email and just those bits of encouragement and those stories and quotes that keeps me inspired and motivated, especially when I see someone that I can identify with, whether she's female, a woman of color, a small business owner, those really like give me an extra boost of fuel to keep going. Oh, yes. Same here. Same here. I think that's why I love being able to interview interview women business owners so much is because you get to see that though we're all so different, there's so much about us that's the same. You know, we all go through some of the, you know, same kinds of problems. We all jump the same kinds of hurdles and it really pays to be able to not only communicate with each other about it, but also to be able to see when, you know, one of us does it right and we can cheer them on and be like, hey, you know, if you can do it, so can I. Like, let's make it happen. (laughs) So absolutely. That really, really, really inspires me, too. Now, as far as investing into your business, how important would you say investing into your business is? So, so, so important. Um, Even if it's not a monetary investment and it's just knowledge, you have to invest in your business. Um, There's a saying that goes, it takes money to make money. Mm -hmm. That's very true. And if you're not betting on yourself, you can't expect anybody to bet on you. Oh, that is so, 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 so true. So true. I just had a conversation with someone earlier and they were telling me about how um, someone came to them and they wanted to start a restaurant, but they wanted to have the bank invest $200,000 into them. And she, you know, asked them, you know, do you have money saved? Do you have collateral? Do you have ABCD? Whatever. And they said no. And she said the conversation she had to have have with them is to let them know that if you don't have anything to invest into your business you can expect someone else to invest into your business and that really stuck with me it's something I already knew but it really put it into perspective as far as you know how serious you are when you decide to invest in you know how serious you take it so I definitely agree with that so so true and what are some ways that that you invest into your actual goals? Like what, when you say, okay, I want to go ahead and decide to get more viewers on my Instagram, or I want to, you know, start bringing more people to my website. What are some things or people who you reach out to when you're looking for that help to reach that goal? It's a number of people or or things. Uh, One would be, If I want more visibility and exposure, it is my publicist. I'm reaching out to her so that she can get that for me because nobody knows about your brand if they don't hear about it or Mm. if they don't see about it. Yes. Um, If I want more views, then it's probably going to find a contractor on Upwork so that he can help me with my SEO and uh, making sure that uh, everything's coded properly and Mm. help me rank on Google. Um, (laughs) Yes. And unfortunately, it's not as easy as I'm making it seem, but it takes a lot of work. (laughs) Um, If I want to increase my sales, maybe it's uh, 
soliciting more ads via Facebook or Google or even Etsy. Um, there's a there's a, a bunch of different avenues, and I, I think the biggest thing is honestly being creative. Ooh. And that's my charge to myself this year is to reach out to other businesses and collaborate because I think yes. that makes a world of difference. And that's kind of dire- the direction that a lot of um, companies are going into right now. They're collaborating and merging those uh, demographics and audiences together so that they can collectively draw them in and it's a mutual beneficial relationship for both. So that is my charge of the year. Yes, so true. You just hit it right on the head. Everything that I could have asked for an answer you gave. Like that creativity, that creativity is what really separates you from, you know, that competition that we talked about earlier. Yes. Especially now with so much noise um, and, and people doing different things and so many saturated industries Industries, it's really yes. important to really reach those people and cut through that noise and say, hey, you know, I sell comfortable, stylish sleepwear. <laughs> so I think you're doing an amazing job with that. And you mentioned something about the PR firm that you work with. And um, she's amazing, by the way. <laughs> I love she her. is. And I wanted to ask you, you know, when did you decide to expand your team and actually bring someone on to help you and why? So I want to say about six months into the business, I decided that I needed to hire a publicist because I wanted to be able to get my brand out there. And although I was doing a lot of research and emailing a lot of editors and people, I could not do it to the level that a publicist could do it. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like I wasn't spending my time wisely. I sh- I could be doing something else to better my business. Yes. Um, so that's when I reached out um, to Brianna and she's been awesome. Yes, I can tell. She was a pleasure. Like I love when I'm, I'm able to, you know, speak to someone. And even if we're setting up something like this for a client of theirs, it's really cool when they're very, you know, prompt and respectful and engaging. I just love that because then it it shows on your behalf because they're representing you. So she did an amazing job. So I just want to let you know that. (laughs) Thank you. And for 2018, what can we expect from you? Like what'll be new? So I honestly went back and forth about what my goals were for this year. Um, Initially, it was to expand my line and offer plus sizes, which that is still on the table. But I think the number one thing that I'm going to push this year is getting into more smaller boutiques. Mm. Um, I've had a little stint with Zulily, um, which is a big online retailer, but I want to really get in those brick and mortar stores. Uh, because I think that's where the void is for my business since I am online only at the moment. So that is my goal for 2018. Ooh, and I think that'll be awesome. I'm familiar with Zulily, so I think that would be cool. But I also think that the the brick and mortars would be awesome too, because right now you can't get sleepwear a lot of places. You know, you have to go to like Marshalls or Ross or yeah. the department stores, but 
when you walk in the the smaller chain boutiques, you there's no sleepwear in sight, you know, especially cute sleepwear at that. So I think that that gap could really be filled and I would be a customer. <laughs> Glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm happy that you're deciding to go that route, even with the, the, the plus size sleepwear. I know that that would be a huge hit too, because if, you know, sleepwear is already scarce, then we know those sizes um, that people are looking for that they can't find other places are scarce too. So yeah, I think you're on the right track. I'm excited for what you're doing in 2018. Thank you. And where can people find you? Where can they connect with you and your business? So um, our website, which is shop-saxys.com. We're also on Amazon. We're on Etsy. We have an Instagram, a Facebook. All social media handles are Shop Saxies. Um, so we're out there. Oh, yes. And you guys, I hope that you caught all of that goodness. I hope that you go and check out Saxies. And if you're into sleepwear like I am, definitely support. Um, I have yet to, introduce, except today, to have someone who actually sells quality sleepwear. So <laughs> definitely check her out. And Saxony, I'm really happy that you were able to make it on the show today. Like, you're a pleasure. And I know you got so much more knowledge, especially when you were talking. I was just sitting here like, okay, all right. Yes, I love this because I love those kind of conversations. And I'm happy that, you know, you're you were able to give that knowledge on working your nine to five and, you know, sewing into your business. And it's really paying off for you. And I just can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Thank you. The pleasure was all mine and I'm honored to be able to be a part of this. Oh, thank you. And for everybody else, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. You can catch it on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot over to her Instagram or um, to the website, submit a ticket, you know, ask questions if you have them and definitely support what she's doing because we over here at Success On Demand do. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in and have a great rest of your day. Hello, I'm Saxony and you've heard my story here on Success On Demand.